the return of Donald Trump. Well, kinda. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, you can go to our website, donate an amount of your choosing, or buy some merch. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about here on the show, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. Hit that share button and share the episode with them. Um, So... We wrapped up the saga of the midterms. We're not going to really talk about the Georgia runoff unless something interesting happens with the Georgia runoff. I'm pretty much (laughs) chalking it off, chalking it up as a loss. I don't expect the Republicans to win at this point. Uh, It was an abysmal Midterms, the silver lining was that the Republicans did finally, after I don't know how many days of <laughs> counting the votes, more mail-in ballots, more mail-in ballots, uh, the silver lining is that the Republicans got the House uh, by a slim margin. Um, but what's interesting about votes and in a democratic system that wasn't subject to mail-in ballots or ballot harvesting was the poll that was on Twitter in which Elon Musk asked people to vote whether or not he should reinstate President Trump. And President Trump, by a slim margin, won in that particular poll. Did you see that poll on Twitter? 53 to 46, I think it was. I don't know. I think it was like I think it was like fifth. The final. Oh, I think it was like fifty one, fifty one point eight, something like that. Was it? Yeah, it was slim. It was a slim margin, and um, and uh, the Elon Musk says the people have spoken. Boom! He reinstates Donald Trump on it, Twitter. It was fifty two to forty eight. Fifty two to forty eight. Okay. So. I was wrong on the nose, on the yes. It's still slim. It's still four points. Yeah. And 15, 15 million people, 15 wow. plus million people voted. That's a lot of people. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. And so, I mean, that is a democratic system ran efficient. It's funny, a, 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 a Twitter poll ran more efficiently than... <laughs> our midterm elections God and it was damn. funny all of the jokes which i was right on the same page with all of the people that 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 were commenting saying well trump won now but w- wait till the mail-in ballots come in <laughs> you know <laughs> well, remember pennsylvania was a 56 to like 42 before the mail-ins right so <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So maybe Trump's Twitter account will get revoked because once Elon Musk gets those mail-in ballots, <laughs> then he'll be, oh, okay, well, it's there's there's more in favor yeah. of no now. But that's oh no. But that 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 was that was quick. That was efficient, and and he's back now. He's not tweeting. No. Um, eighty-six point six million people have followed him since. It's only been. No, what? but remember he had he, no. The, the followers are gone. No, but but uh. Oh yeah, he had a lot. He yeah, a hundred and something. No, no, it was like eighty something. No, but but uh, he didn't gain that many followers. Elon Musk. They they asked him about it. What about his followers? And he says we're working on that. Oh, yeah. So, so it, it, 
no one actively followed him. It was just they were adding the people, people that already followed him. People did follow him because I originally his followers were gone. It was like zero, and then people yeah. started following him. Yeah. Um. But as they asked, as that was going on, they asked Elon Musk, "Well, what about his followers?" Because he had like eighty something million followers yeah. when he got booted off the platform. And Elon Musk said, "Yeah, we're we're working on that. We're figuring that out." And then he he ended up back with his his followers. Oh wow! On a platform that he came out and said that he's not going to use, <laughs> but it's it's ceremonial in the sense of it's not about whether he uses it or not. It's two things: one that the people have spoken, and one this is a free speech platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the, the the thing that'll that'll make it where I'll be I'll be like whoa is if he tweets like yeah because that'll change a lot of shit because you know Twitter's much bigger than True Social yeah so be, you being on Twitter that's that's and probably massive. always will be much bigger than True yeah. Social so so. God, I was about to I was about to say something, and then this is a fucking. I was looking at Donald Trump's Twitter. <laughs> this is a picture of Donald Musk. <laughs> it was Donald Trump's face with Musk's face. That was scary. But um, that'll be crazy. That'll that's that'll be kind of like equivalent to like that time when when Jordan faxed I'm back, and it became like a big thing, but like twenty million times bigger than that. So that would be nuts. But um. I could see why he wouldn't, why he wouldn't go the Twitter I mean, it, route. It kind of works against his own interests. Yeah, with his company. What well, depends? And though. then also too, like who knows how, like what kind of deals he has with investors for Truth Social, possibly saying that like, yeah, well, you know, why would we invest in Truth Social if you're gonna if in the event you get reinstated on Twitter, which he now has been reinstated. But in such an event, you'll be back tweeting like that's going to take traffic away from Truth Social. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard <clears throat> on one on one end is, yeah, like his his interest would be more aligned with with Truth Social. I, I, I think him being Elon Musk reinstating his account is epic in and of itself. Not so much for anything on Trump's part. But epic in the sense of, like, what that means for the culture war. Like, the idea that Elon Musk is literally doing everything that... We thought, but we, we didn't we, know. The based, the based people wanted him to do. Yeah. You know, I don't even know if it was that people thought he would do it. It was that, peop that what people wanted him to do. Like, is he's, he's truly being that hero like yeah. oh man like damn he's really doing it but and at this point uh, at this point that monkey is off his back like well if trump wants to tweet or not tweet or whatever it doesn't matter to me this is about free speech this exactly. is about freedom of of thought this is this is a platform for thoughts and and well whoever wants to be on it can be on it because i mean it wasn't just him andrew tate is back um uh, Donald Peterson. Uh, Jordan Peterson is back. Um, yeah, the Babylon Bee, the Project Babylon Veritas. B. Yeah, a bunch of people <clears throat> are back, but none of them hold the weight no. of, of of the Trump Trump account. Like, Trump is a former president whose, whose account was banned for whatever the hell reason. Yeah. And so... Now, the one that would be exciting for them to start tweeting again is Milo Yiannopoulos. Did he get it back? I don't know. I don't know if he has. If well, I, he's been... He's been gone a long you time. See that he was the, oh, he yeah, was you the, posted it. He was, the, he was the original band boy. Like, yeah. the, like, that was the original dude that got banned off of Twitter. Yeah. Origi like, per I, I never forgot... I'll never forget when when uh, uh, off of that. Remember that Leslie Jones situation yeah. with Ghostbusters, and like he was pretty much criticizing like what an abysmal movie it was, which it was, and he got banned because he, people started talking shit about her. Right, which he didn't direct them to yeah. do, but they were his followers. After you know he he leveled his criticisms, his justified criticism at at, at that movie, 
Um, and then boom, they banned him off of it. And, and then you say he thought she was ugly, which she is. Yeah, well, I mean, she's hideous. Yeah, and so that's an opinion. Yeah, you might think, oh well, your opinion is not needed, but yeah, it's still an opinion that someone. But, has, but then, someone if that, if it. you're going to go by that rationale of your opinion is not needed, then there's a whole bunch of people that are spout, spewing their opinions that is on not social needed. media yeah, with, with, with not wild needed. ass dumb shit, that and is it's not right. needed. Yeah. So if this is, but this is your platform to do it, so yeah. doesn't matter. It just happened to be that he had such a huge following, and he. He was a master at that platform. He was he was just as masterful as he was just as masterful on Twitter as Trump and Musk. What do you think he was doing with Kanye West in that picture? Who knows? Who knows? I, I mean, do you think they got something planned? I don't think they have anything planned. I think I think um, I think guys like that. are very much like guys like us in the sense that they need that intellectual stimulation they need high energy conversation like i notice this is kind of veering off a little bit but it's going to tie in i notice that in many settings i always bring a lot of energy to yeah. to to the conversation i bring a lot of that's how i am and i get that from my parents because both of my parents are like that like very rarely did i ever have experiences with my dad that were low energy like it was always like yeah. very good positive high energy it was never like uh, and life is about that and yeah like that's i think what establishes a person's enthusiasm for life Mm -hmm. and when you have an enthusiasm for life you have an you have an enthusiasm to expand your mind to to explore uh uh your your explore and develop your philosophies express those philosophies to other people have those philosophies challenged and you could see that both Milo and Kanye West are those type of people. You could tell that these are guys that think a lot. Um, I mean, I've, I, I, I think they're both in, incredibly intelligent yeah. people, both of them. Well, Milo, Milo in the Tim Pool podcast, he, uh, him for being away so long, very observant, like he always has, and very like his his thoughts on things. He, and his analysis on on the political and cultural climate, man, it's still on point. It's a it's a very unique insight. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, it's because of that that they were so adamant to get rid of him. Yeah. Because see, the thing with Milo, and actually with Kanye West too, they're, they're both both in a in a very interesting and similar boat. They both believe in conservatism in different regards, but they both believe in conservatism. I'm not going to say like right wing or Republican. I'm, I'm, I'm intentionally using the word conservatism. Um, in a non-political way. Kanye, when it comes to like, you know, his spirituality, his belief in God, everything like that. His stance on abortion. Milo, when it comes to like his stance on on the feminist movement, honestly, even though he's gay, even, well, technically he's he say he's not gay anymore. He's straight. Is is that that? Yeah, I don't. So it, he's because because in, in the Tim Pool podcast uh, in the episode, still seem flamboyant, but but yeah, well, no, but he, he said he's straight. When when did he say that? That was a, a while back, like about maybe half a year ago. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, well, he was gay. If he is gay, he's not gay. He was gay, whatever. But even then, he always sort of had criticisms towards the gay community in a way. Yeah. And because both of these guys are in that boat of intersectionality, Kanye being black, Milo being gay or was gay, whatever have you. Yeah. 
those are the figures, especially and especially if they're smart and like are able to to ex- express their thoughts in in a way that that resonates with people. Those are the type of figures that the left wing wants to get rid of. Well, yeah, because they cut through the, your argument so easy. That they cut through through the argument so easy, and then also they're able they're able to reach an audience that a guy like Ben Shapiro would not ever be able no. to reach. They have that rock star quality, exactly, that. and that's a scary. The notion. rock star quality, and also just like th- that 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 intersectional aspect that he also would not be able to yeah. reach. Yeah, yeah, like Ben Shapiro is limited in his capacity where Kanye and Milo are not because they I think it it's 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 like a vibe you, you put out like from the get this is what I am this is how it's going to be yeah. you know what I mean like Andrew Tate has that too you know like in many regards a lot of the points he makes are a lot of the points Jordan Peterson makes. Jordan Peterson has a ceiling as to the audience that can retain his information. Andrew Tate, I don't think, does. Yeah. Because of the approach. Yeah. You know, um, it's 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 weird. We have that too. I think like when we talk, when we talk to people in general, we could talk uptown we could talk downtown we could talk hood we could and that's that's powerful because like um you get to convey the information yeah and package it where people understand it and that's not that's not necessarily everyone's strong suit you know like trump same thing trump the way he talks is just the common man's way of talking very much so and 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 so that's again why his message got across more than the other Republican going into the primaries after Obama, you know, and that that's that says a lot about the person in regards to like how they how they perceive the world and what they pay attention to. Yeah, not to say like again, I'm not here to say oh Jordan Peterson Ben Shapiro suck. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying though is they have an audience, and if you're not of that claw like we we can understand and there's a, quite a few people but that's like amongst the intelligentsia all oh, people can debate them agree with them disagree with them but then there's the people that transcend that like yeah. the academic world and the 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 intellectual Absolutely. world i don't know if, if that I'm, I'm using the right words for it but it's like there's a broader scope and 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 they can they can do it. that's why they're scary that's yeah. why they're scared. That's why they're they're the ones that get banned. Right. You know, that's when you know it's scary that Jordan Peterson got banned. Out of all people, Jordan Peterson got banned. Is like now it's getting kind of wild because now you're really going after the motherfuckers that are kind of really not controversial because Jordan Peterson is not controversial. Right. So you started seeing how crazy how, how crazy the left would push. Like what buttons they were willing to push to see how far they could get away with it. Absolutely. And like that's the thing you saw from the minute that they banned Milo from the like he was one of the first guys that was banned. It was like and then after him, remember it was like Alex Jones and Farrakhan. It's like, all right, well like there's something up here and on a on a speech platform, free speech platform if you're willing to ban anybody, really, short of, like, doing anything criminal, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I understand, like, if, if you're posting, like, some, like, illicit, heinous stuff, I, I understand that. But words and, and, and criticisms, nah, that that's crazy. Yeah. That was crazy then. But then, you know, obviously the overreach continued and, you know, we know that that's what they're on because even the way that people are talking about Trump being back on the platform, even though he's pretty much made it clear that he's not going to use Twitter as a platform, you, (laughs) the, 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 the CBS said 
that they're going to they they don't want to be using Twitter because Trump creates a dangerous environment. Shut the f- So that's CBS, that's a that's a mainstream news network that is saying that they don't they don't want CBS news CNN had a meltdown MSN MSNBC had a meltdown MSNBC was really radical it was something along the lines of oh this is rich white men taking care of each other um uh and it, it's not about it's not about how smart they are but the fact that they inherited money it's like saying all of this craziness that has nothing to do with the 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 philosophical and ideological discussion of free speech. Yeah. What you're saying has nothing to do with any of that. But you're not able to grasp that. You're not yeah. able to grasp that. And that's that's the the issue with so many people is like they well on the left, it's like they have no no philosophy and, and like you know the in in the development of of the ideology that they hold i i don't know how they how they reach the conclusions that they that they've reached but that's what she was saying she was expressing herself in a capacity of oh yeah this is just rich white men taking care of each other whether whether it was a, a rich or poor or white or whatever what does that have to do with free speech yeah. yeah. And of course, they're not gonna, you know, on that network, they're not gonna push back and ask questions like that. But, but that's the meltdown that you've seen, you know, in response to Trump being back. And not even a good argument, because if you were to say that, right? If you were to go with the January sixth, like, you'd have to then go with the Nancy Pelosi's, the Kamala Harris's, uh, everybody on the left that said, "Oh, you got to go on the streets and protest." There must be unrest, civil unrest. Well, like you can't even go with the January sixth thing because one of the first thing, which it was great, that a lot of uh, people that rock with Trump and that you know on on Twitter that I noticed, like some of his Baker Street irregulars and then some other commentators and pundits, a bunch of them like clockwork retweeted once you know his his account got reinstated, which ergo his tweets got reinstated bunch of people retweeted the same tweet of him saying to people not to be violent yeah. when going to the Capitol. So even then, like, it, it's it, it, it's funny because it's like you can't even use if, if they try to use that argument of January 6th or whatever other. Well, nonsense, that's definitely what they're using. You can't even yeah. use that because in the man's Twitter thread, like. And in his most recent tweets, like yeah. not you don't even got to dig that far into his tweets to see that he was calling for nonviolence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is this is uh, something they always regularly did. Like, do you denounce? Like, I remember, do you denounce uh, the KKK? What? Yeah, for the hundredth time. Yes, I don't understand why you keep asking. Why me you this keep shit. asking me this question? <laughs> it's like they'll just use repeat arguments that have already been debunked that that don't have any weight, hold any weight, and it's Chris for the hundredth time. <laughs> why do you keep asking me this shit? <laughs> like this all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like this is. The only people I don't like are the ones from China. <laughs> no, it's like, no, but like, it's like, I don't, I don't understand. The, well, I do understand. I do understand why they do that because when when you don't have a solid argument and when you don't know, and when you just want to cancel someone and you don't want them to be heard, you're just gonna keep, you're gonna repeat the same talking points even if you've been proven wrong because it's like you're trying to flood it yeah. to the point where it becomes real. It's like them fucking liars that believe everything that they say, like that. And, you know, time and time again, it would be proven wrong. Time and time again, as you saw, as you said that, you know, he, he said, don't protest, don't be violent. That always gets skipped. They'll always just say January 6th. Yeah. Which, you know, when people say, oh, there should be civil unrest on, on the George Floyd argument, you know, there should be protests we could do we could do the same argument oh yeah but i didn't say get violent yeah yeah i don't know but you you said there should be unrest you're a fucking you're a fucking bigot 
cancel, cancel them, cancel, cancel, cancel you, cancel you, cancel you. And it's like, well, or, or maybe we just hear you out, regardless of how stupid you might sound on each side. And let it be like, unless, unless it's like really like saying, oh, hey, I want y'all motherfuckers to go to Trump's house, shoot him in the head or some shit like that. If you have an argument, if you say that people should protest, if you if you have a point to make, as long as it's within the realm of legality, and it's a it's a your own thought, like let it let it ride. What what are you so scared about? And so so yeah, I agree with you. More important than than Trump ever tweeting again, which from the looks of it looks like he won't, uh, at least not anytime soon. It's the idea that Elon Musk came in and said, I'm buying Twitter because free speech, right? But one thing is talking. The other is walking, right? Now we're seeing Elon is on some, well, yeah, I walk the walk. Yeah. I talk to talk, but I walk the walk too. And you respect that because now you it, it gives, it rejuvenates the idea of, of like a real Twitter because there wasn't. And, and I also think it gives people hope. Yeah. I think, like, to me, what Elon Musk is doing in a cultural capacity is very similar to what Trump did in a cultural capacity when he came on scene. You got to understand that, like, what Elon Musk is doing with Twitter and what Trump did with his presidency, these guys both came into a situation having already accomplished a lot and already having a lot on their plate, not really needing to care about free speech or the way that the country is going for the average man, the average small business. Like you didn't really need to, like a lot of these guys, they could have been, you know, they, I mean, not a lot of these guys, these particular guys, they could have been doing what a lot of guys in that realm do, like just living it up, chilling, yeah, Out the, in, enjoying yeah. life to the utmost, off the radar. And in fact, they took well, not off the radar, because like I don't think like a Trump or Elon <laughs> Musk could ever really be off the radar. But yeah. but they could have been living a life of of. Well, Trump could have been living a life of leisure. Musk not so much because he has a lot of other stuff going on. But to engage in these atmospheres and have arguably lost because, like, Elon Musk got involved, a bunch of advertisers started pulling out. He started firing the Wokies. Even more advertisers pulled out. I'm sure more advertisers are going to pull out now that Trump is back on. Trump, I mean... Trump lost so much, like like his like his his uh his business notoriety, like yeah. he lost a bunch running for president. These are guys that like, in a way, they like getting involved in stuff for th- that really helps the everyday person. They in a way lost more than they gained they in terms of monetary. Now, yeah. granted, I'm I'm sure the the sense of like reward and fulfillment and purpose that they feel i I, i'm sure they gained yeah but but in terms of like you know monetary yeah they they've lost what do you think what do you think now that elon has done what he's done with twitter and we've actually seen the the route he's taken and now it's no longer like you know thinking like well what will he do it's well this is what he's done this is what this is what this platform is going to be. What do you think that does to the rest of the platforms watching? So like the Facebooks and the YouTubes, does, do you think that that changes anything moving forward? Do you think that'll, that'll create a kind of an influence that, that they kind of look at with a wow? No, no. I think if anything, it'll enforce where they're at because they're like, oh, look at all these advertisers pulling out. Yeah, you know, look at look at like YouTube changed up on so many content creators because of the ad apocalypse. So no, they they will definitely always kowtow to the advertisers. 
Now, what I think will potentially change them is competition and competition growing and being successful. Yeah. Like if if Rumble can grow to a capacity where it cuts into the 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 YouTube market share in a in a significant way, then I think YouTube will change. Like they'll start like loosening their their regulations and stuff like that. But as far as like what Elon Musk is doing, no, I, I think if anything, it might actually like enforce what they believe. Oh, so do you think that in the future, you know, because obviously now is the outrage. Now is the people pulling out. Let's say five years from now, we've seen what he's done with the platform. It's grown. There's podcasts. There's different services. It's it's a different Twitter. It, it adds to to it's already like good idea of what it is. Maybe maybe starts even competing with with let's say TikTok, and you start seeing wow, this is actually gaining traction. It's 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 a good formula. Do you think then? They'll be like, oh, shit. Oh, well, then, yeah, they'd be forced to. Yeah. At that point, yeah. So but I'm that, talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah, right now, no. Now, I think I do think, though, that that he he's going to try to do something with, with Twitter. Like, he's going to try and expand it. Oh, yeah, definitely. And and with that being said. I mean, he said it. He said yeah. that. Yeah. And, and, and He wants long-form content. Yep. He wants podcasts. Like. Yeah, I I think uh, I, I I could see him developing something, uh, some sort of variation of something to compete with TikTok, but also have have more to it. Yeah, something that has more to it. And so that that I'm excited about, and then that to me, depending on how the market, right. Um, looks upon it and oh, wow this works or this doesn't then that's when you might might see you know something something change in the way that these big companies uh move um i'd like to see rumble grow but you know i, I don't know i don't know how well like what their numbers are looking like and, and maybe too like if some like a big player was to purchase it and kind of push it more you know That'd be that that'd be dope. And me having used Rumble a few times, like I do like there's no lag or anything. That there's there's certain like uh I think BitChute. Not the greatest format, not the best looking. Yeah. So Yeah, Rumble's interface is definitely nicer than yeah. BitChute. And so so the interface works and then if they could fix a couple things, there's a couple things I don't like. Like when you cl- when you click like someone's profile, it goes straight to whatever video they had. I don't like that. I like if I click the person's profile, it's the profile, the videos, and then maybe the new content, and then go from there. So they kind of could l- work on that a little bit. Yeah. But as far as like the, the uploading and and the the quality of the videos, it's good. Probably the best that could compete against YouTube. And you know you can get content there that you can't get on YouTube. Yeah. yeah like you exactly. know the minute. They ban if that happens, which I don't. I could see it happening, but but if and when they ban Steven Crowder from YouTube, you know you can find him on Rumble. on Rumble, Dinesh D'Souza's podcast. It's on Rumble, <coughs> Andrew Tate's channel. It's on Rumble. Yeah. Sandman. He says that he's being heavily throttled down on YouTube. Guess what? He's on Rumble yeah. now, and he's been he's been scared to go to Rumble. And I understand why, because he's like, he's like, you know, I don't feel like they would rock with my content because it's like, you know, the problem. And we've we've talked about this, you know, many times before. But the, the problem with a lot of conservatives nowadays is like many of them are trad cons. Yeah. And so Sandman is conservative, but he's definitely not a trad con. No. But and neither so, is Andrew Tate. No. Yeah, you're right about that. Like he's. No, he's not. Yeah, he's not a trad con. I think he accepts that people can live like that, and that's cool. That's suitable. But for him, like him himself, yeah, no, he's not. And like you know, obviously, he would probably be the like 
the shining star coming out of Rumble. Right. Is, is the guy and, who's and not so, a track And guy. Sandman felt like, man, you know, I don't know if they would really like rock with MGTOW content because a, a big staple of conservatism for many, for tradcons, is marriage. Like, that's a huge staple. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so imagine a guy that's conservative, but like, thinks the whole aspect of marriage is archaic. Yeah, like, they're not gonna, like, you. I can understand why he would think that they're not gonna rock with him yeah, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he definitely, in, in that regard, is is not not for that and so i mean but at the end of the day if your platform is about free speech yeah then well, you gotta what, accept it you gotta accept it you know he's not saying kill motherfuckers are getting married <laughs> nothing like wild he's just saying looking how look at the marriage rates does it really suit the man in this world for what in this fourth wave feminist world like do you really want to go that route and he makes a compelling argument for it and and i think even if you didn't agree with that like let's say i was on some trad conscious i was like all right cool this is what i really believe in this is what i want ultimately i'd still appreciate content like migtow because i'd see something that's based in logic yeah and that and that and that has a compelling argument to it which would help me understand and and make a better decision if i do want to get married yeah but most most dudes that you know what i'm saying most dudes that that do go down that road they're not trying to hear any of that like that that was one of the stand, and I know we talked about this before. That was one of the standout moments from that Valuetainment podcast with Coach Greg. When Coach I've Greg, to watch that. I got to watch it. When Coach Greg presented the arguments, you know, similar to the way that you just <clears throat> expressed them, the dude that was a newlywed, he wasn't having it. He, the dude that was a newlywed, pretty much did. What women do, rather than like look at things objectively and take account of uh, uh, objectively and take accountability, he just made it like a personal thing. He like pretty much saying, "Oh, well, you're bitter and this and this and that." It's like, well, not only has this man gone through, like, he's been where you're at, and he's gone through what statistics say you have a high probability of going through. Yeah. It's all laced with stats and statistics and facts and logic. And like you're over here talking about he's bitter. It's like yeah. you don't want to hear it. That's what this is. Yeah, yeah. That's what that is. Um, back to going back to Trump a little bit. He's officially announced he's running 2024. Um so far, one other person is also running. Some nobody. Some, like, nobody-ass <laughs> dude is running. Uh, so, like, honestly, I don't even know if that dude would make it to the debate stage, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that whole aspect? So, like, we'll put the Twitter thing aside for now. Trump announcing that he's running, which was a phenomenal speech a lot of people were talking about that oh that's another thing that i that i did want to talk to you about but that was like a that was is well almost a week now right uh yeah. um when trump announced jeb bush jr jeb bush's son obviously he came out and said oh uh, what a low energy speech from trump it's time for republicans to get new, new leadership uh, you know, says the says the guy whose whose dad got destroyed by Trump. Um, Red Eagle Politics took that tweet. He retweeted it and he quoted something that I thought was very interesting and on point. He said, "If DeSantis runs, he will most definitely be endorsed by Jeb Bush." 
pick your team now. Yeah. And that was the thing that I was bringing up in the past in terms of like my lack of trust for a, 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 a DeSantis presidency run is that like, I think the establishment knows they have no chance of winning. So they're going to go with somebody that's like sort of anti-establishment, but through association will become establishment. That person would be DeSantis. Yeah. Because they're going to obviously try to give themselves the best chance of winning. Like if Brian Kemp were to run, he's establishment, but like we know he doesn't have a chance of beating Trump. What do you think about that? If DeSantis gets endorsed by the likes of Bush, uh, any other rhino, like Romney, you ain't getting my vote. No. If you get endorsed and you're cool with that, like, you see, because if, if, if they, these motherfuckers are like, yeah, yeah, vote for dude, and he's like, nah, I don't rock with these motherfuckers. Fuck them. Vote for me if you fuck with me. Depending on how you approach... Your endorsements, because you can't really help if someone endorses you, right? You know, like if I don't like somebody and they're like, yeah, no, you know, RX Phonics, that's the deal. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I don't fuck with dude, so. Yeah, it's kind of like when when Trump got endorsed by David Duke. Yeah. From the KKK. It's like, well, I don't want his endorsement. Like, you know, so it's one thing to be endorsed. It's another thing. To denounce that de- endorsement, exactly. So, so to me, it's like how you go about it as a man. Like you're your own man. You knew what you were on. You knew what your campaign for to even become a governor was. Knock it the fuck off. You and better come correct. And, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like DeSantis would not run just for that reason because he's gonna have to in- denounce everybody. Yeah, I think about it. He's gonna have to denounce the rhinos. He's going to have to denounce the likes of like the McCain type Republicans from he's going to have to denounce the likes of the Cheney like Republicans, the Bushes, the Lincoln Project. It's going to be like it's going to be rough. Yeah. Which, like I said, wait your turn, buddy. Like whatever happens, this 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 go around. You just won governor. Do your bid. You'll be done in 2026. And then from there, you could talk whatever you want to talk. But, like, now, if Trump decides to go again, like, after that, like, 2028, bro, you lost already twice. Oh, he'll get, be get, too old. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, get out of here. Like, No, this is it. Like, this is, if it doesn't happen now, it's just yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, and so what happens after that, like, now nah, I don't want to hear it no more. Like, you obviously, you didn't win. It wasn't going to happen. It's time for, for new new up-and-comers, and that's it. But it's just not DeSantis' turn. And so if he does go against Trump, he's going to have to approach it in the correct manner. Because, again, once you get these endorsements from these people and you accept that shit, you're showing what the fuck you're on. And then at, at that point, then I don't fuck with you. Like, and I mean, of course, I'm just one person. But, but, but the thing is, you got to think about how big Trump is. And how people that, that that view Trump when they don't like a Jeb Bush, when they don't like a McCain, when they don't like a, a Romney, and they see that that's these are the motherfuckers that you're rocking with, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna win. Yeah. Or or, or at least you're gonna leave it open to lose against somebody else. I mean, look at what Wyoming did to Liz Cheney. Like that yeah. was a, a clear cut example. Yeah. So, so, uh, please, uh, think think. That shit through, and again, I've never want to say you know like oh don't run or whatever. Everyone has their reason to run, but then you you have to have a good philosophy on how you're going to go about it because I think he does have an argument against Trump, which is I'm Trump without the fucking controversy. That's a good argument. That's a good argument. Is it a great argument? I don't know because like the media sensationalizes everything uh, when it comes to Trump. So, I mean, what Who's what to make, say they don't do that with e- you? Exactly, and so that the at that point, what? So now you are Trump, basically, with the controversy again, and and the left, you can never underestimate the left when it comes to shit like that. And also, there's so much shit to work on 
when it comes to to uh this is my big thing. 2020 and 2022 were the exact same thing. Nothing was fixed. No. And instead of it being all these uh all these chiefs and not enough Indians type of situation, choose the leader and everyone else unite and let's fix this shit. That's really the the what should be on the table. Not who's going to run for president. Let Trump run. Everybody get together. Everybody start planning. Everybody start doing their work. Everybody start doing your ballot harvesting like these motherfucking Democrats. Focus your energies on shit like that. And then you can worry about a fucking presidency, to be honest. Like, like there's a lot of work to do. A whole lot. Yeah, so to me, it's like, this shit's falling apart, and you motherfuckers want to fight about leadership. We had this argument about... What was it? The left. All these ego-tistic-ass motherfuckers wanted to become... And it was like the whole stage was full. And the same thing with the Republican Party. All these motherfuckers trying to run, and then Trump taking them out one by one. But it's like, at what point does it get ridiculous? How, I, like You guys don't understand? Like It should at least be like four or five. Ah, that's too much to me. Like You guys should, should have it down packed to like... A handful, that's it. And, and, and if right now the Republicans' answer to, to to the Democrats is let's have let's battle it out for the presidency. Let's not worry about what the fuck strategies to use. Yeah, this is a losing. This is gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That and that's been my argument this whole midterm cycle. Uh, well, a- after the the red wave that never was, if yeah. something is not done about these mail-in ballots and this ballot harvesting, none of this matters. Yeah. Trump, DeSantis, Reagan, Thomas yeah. Jefferson, Abe Lincoln, dig them up. I don't care. Doesn't matter. They're not. They're not gonna win. And to be honest, like at this point, it's not even. You can't even get rid of the like. Start ballot harvesting. Like start doing. Look at their playbook and get busy. Like, start getting busy, like, today. Like, why, why aren't people doing this shit today? Like, why aren't they get setting it up? Well, okay. You could get, like, in the places that have the capacity to get rid of it, I would rather you get, get rid, rid of, of it, it yes. than, than to do what the Democrats that are doing. That I agree with. So, like, for instance, Nevada, now you have a Republican governor. They actually might have an opportunity yeah. To do some things there. Exactly. Um, like Georgia. Look at out of all of the Senate races that just boom, swung left, swung left, swung left, swung left. The one that's actually close is the Georgia one. Yeah. That and and out of all of the candidates, Herschel Walker is probably the worst candidate yeah. out of Oz, <laughs> out of Oz, out of Blake Masters. Yeah. You're J.D. Vance right. won, but out of J.D. Vance, out of Laxalt from Nevada, Boldick, I don't know. I guess Herschel Walker is probably still worse than Boldick from New Hampshire, but and he's the one that's still fighting. Yeah. He still has a fighting chance because of Georgia's laws. Yeah. So that's an, a good good, and a good example of like what fixing the laws can do. Yeah. Um, in the so in the places you can fix it, I would say fix it. In the places you can't, like Pennsylvania, like Arizona, well then yeah, you got to get on what they're on. Yeah, there was a because you don't want to you 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 don't want to spread yourself thin either. Like if you don't have to worry that much about ballot harvesting in Georgia, well don't worry about it. Like focus that attention on Pennsylvania, on New Hampshire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to see where the fuck uh, for the Arizona treasure. This is this, this to me the the shit that was wild. The they got more votes. The Republican got more votes than Kerry Lake. Wild. What? That's like. It's yeah. It's weird. It makes no. That's weird. So so to me, it's like well, but see now Arizona, there's no hope now, right? Hobbs is gonna. She won. It is what it is. Take that as an L, start ballot harvesting. Like that, that's where you unleash. All right, cool. Cool. 
Touche. You did that, Geechee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's like, we're going to get, well, all right, bet. We'll, we'll, we'll come back next 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 round, and, and it is, is it look real different? Because now we're going to take your approach. And then you're going to be like, oh, no, it's, uh, no, no, we don't, we can't do it. We got to fix these elections. <laughs> Mail-in ballots have to go. Like, but you have to become like, like wild with that. But like you said, in Nevada, yes, clean that shit. Because Georgia, that's one thing. Herschel Walker, it was close, but also we found out that day, though. Yeah. It was not ridiculous, like a week. Within 24 hours, we knew that it was going to a runoff. Yeah. Which is how it should be. Yeah, yeah. And so you know what Pennsylvania is going to look like. You know what Arizona is going to look like. You know what what uh you know what new york and cali did in certain in certain aspects all this is information that you learn big information important yeah. information now all this that we're talking does not matter if you're if the republicans start thinking oh fuck desantis oh trump oh and they just think the presidency yeah and and that's what what i didn't like about the fact that uh Mitch McConnell and and uh, Kevin McCarthy didn't lose their leadership spots. Yeah. So the only way it changes is like the, the the House and the Senate, the Republicans in the House and the Senate have to put a lot of pressure to get that done. Yeah. So, but we'll see. But but again, that's that's to me the the best decision that that Santos can make. Based off of the motherfuckers that are trying to rock with you, yeah, because because you know you, you your your walls are closing in in that regard. You're going against Trump, so the Trump card can't be played. Then the rhinos are trying to help you out, and it's like, well, fuck. You you kind of get stuck in yeah. that weird place. It's an ugly place to be for him. Yeah, like, it, it's a place where I would be like, yeah, I'm. 2024 is not my year for president. Yeah, yeah. So skip it. <laughs> skip it and wait. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something here on the show that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website, donate an amount of your choosing, or buy some merch. And... If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.